0: Hey, this is Taylor McCaffrey. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Do me a favor, share this podcast with other people. We thank God that this podcast has been reaching many different nations of the world. And also, if you haven't already, I want you to pray about partnering with us every month as we continue to preach the gospel and go after the harvest of souls. And we also feed hungry people with Feed the Hungry every single month. So if you'd like to be a part of that with us, our website is faithandfire.de. You can go to that website. All the giving information is there. And when you partner with us, a portion of your seed goes to helping Feed the Hungry. And obviously, as we continue to do live meetings and preach the gospel, you're a part with us of every single soul that's wanting another kingdom. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast again. I'm going to deal today with um, casting your cares upon the Lord. This is basically going to be a continuation of the last episode, which was um, how to live in supernatural peace. But I want you to go in your Bible with me if you have it. If you don't have it, maybe you're driving or something. You can trust that I'm reading the Bible, 1st <clears throat> Peter chapter 5, in the Amplified Version, because I like the way that it uh, points all this stuff out. Uh, I'm going to start reading verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, set aside self righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time casting all your cares all your anxieties all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully be sober and well balanced and self disciplined be alert and cautious at all times that enemy of yours the devil prowls around like a roaring lion ...seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, and immovable, knowing that, the name, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have, after you have suffered for a little while, the God of grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who calls you to his own eternal glory in Christ... Will it Himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. To Him be dominion, power, authority, sovereignty forever and ever. Amen. I want you to understand <clears throat> that casting your cares upon the Lord, as I shared in the previous podcast, um, really ties into Philippians chapter 4. Um, And in those verses where it talks about fixing your thoughts and if you listen to that episode if you haven't already you can go back and listen to it Um, but casting your cares upon the Lord it really it really comes from a place of trust you know if you I'll I'll give you a practical example Um, my wife is my best friend I married my wife Victoria after obviously we we became friends in the natural and uh had great conversations and everything but that that is what led me to ask God if I could you know move forward and pursue her as a potential wife and um and that's when I began to pray about that i i had already heard from the lord that she was my wife and um and so that that's why i began to pursue her in the natural. I never you know, I never said, hey, the Lord told me you're going to be my wife. I just began pursuing her because I enjoyed spending time with her and talking with her and getting to know her. But if the Lord had told me that she was not the right one, I would have never moved forward with that because it would have been a waste of both of our time. Now, I get into that because my wife, uh, we've been married almost four years. At the time of this recording, our... Um, four-year anniversary is coming up in a few months and um, it's going to be amazing but in this in these four years of being married and about four almost four and a half years of knowing each other my wife has really become a best friend somebody I can talk to any talk with about anything and really open up and um, in that you know, you can compare that maybe whoever you are listening if you have a spouse uh, maybe you just have a close friend or a family member that you have that that uh, type of communication with where you can open up to them and go to them you know, you can trust them you can tell them anything and not only do they listen but they don't judge you they don't, you know, hold things against you They they help you to move forward through whatever challenges or or drama that you're dealing with at the time and I wanna tell you that trust with the Lord no matter what practical relationship that you could apply to this uh example trust with the Lord is on a high it's on a different level I compare it with my marriage because there's really nobody else on the on the planet uh, even though You know, I have family and, um, you know, the Lord's blessed me with good friends and stuff. And I do uh, confide in the different spiritual leaders in my life and things like that. However, even with my wife, who is closer to me than anyone else on this earth, um, you know, and, and there's nothing that I go to the Lord and talk about that I don't necessarily go to her and also talk about. But with the Lord... Because He's perfect, I can go to Him and I can cast every, every care that's in my soul uh, over on Him and um, it, might seem, it might seem so practical that it almost takes the, I don't know, the, the mystery out, or not, mystery is the wrong word, but it, it almost seems not supernatural just because it's so practical. That's what I want to say. But understand that when you you trust the Lord and you cast all of your cares upon Him, the reason why you do that is what it says in verse 7. It says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on Him, for He cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. So understand that. He watches over you very carefully as, a, as one of His children if you're born again. how He cares about people in general, but this applies very specifically to people that are born again through Jesus Christ. And so there's a lot of Christians, unfortunately, that they, they, they think that they're casting their cares upon the Lord, but really what they're doing is going to God on a regular basis. And just giving Him a newsletter about their struggles. There is a big difference between casting your cares and giving God an updated newsletter about every challenge. Now, the difference is, when you go to God and you cast all your cares, notice in that verse 7, it says, if you look in the Amplified, it says you cast all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on Him. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes you won't have to do it again. But it does mean that you shouldn't be doing it every single day. Um, if you, I understand that you might have to take a little bit more time sometimes to cast those cares upon the Lord. Because uh, some struggles, some challenges that you face are a little bit more difficult to fight through in your soul. So, I, I do understand that. But, in order to enforce the victory in the realm of your thoughts, in the realm of your soul, um, is by making it a point to ca- when you cast your cares upon Him, that means that you let go of them. Think about it uh, in the natural. When, when I think of casting, I think of fishing. But <clears throat> I want you to take the, the, that picture if you will take the fishing line out of it, because if you if you cast a fishing line into the water to catch a fish, then you if you let go of that pole, then you lost your fish. And so that fishing line is what helps you to pull that fish in. But when it comes to casting your thoughts, let go of the pole, like chunk that that sucker as far as you can. Uh, and when the and when the Holy Ghost grabs a hold. Of these thoughts that you cast upon the Lord, let that fishing rod go. God will do far more. The Bible says He is able to do exceeding abundantly, far above all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. Now, the key to that scripture is the power at work within us. Notice that. The gospel is the power of God. The Bible says in Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. So that doesn't just apply to winning souls. That applies to us never becoming ashamed of the power of God. And the power of God is uh, a major determining factor to whether or not you will overcome in your soul, believe it or not. Now, I'm teaching you very practical things here. If you haven't already listened to the previous episode to this, I recommend you do so because I share a lot more practical things as well. But um, casting your cares, um, you know, sometimes, I'll put it this way, some challenges are easier to push through than others. But if you struggle with the same cares that you're casting for 20 years, something's wrong it doesn't take 20 years to cast your cares over to god in any area Um, you know i i I don't know i I understand people go through some heavy stuff but i would say uh, very few things would take longer than 12 months to work past in your soul very few things Now, I didn't say nothing. I said very few things. There are some things that might take a little bit more time than just 12 months. But very few things and very few people are going through one of those things. So casting your cares, when it comes to, uh, I know many people that believe God for healing. And, you know, they, they have strong faith. They're in the Word. They know the Word. They know how to pray. They know how to receive. But for whatever reason, the pain is still in their body. Um, the symptoms have not gone away, and you know as well as I do. I, I teach faith, but you know you have to deal with that to some degree. And so you're tempted if that's if that's um, if that's the case. You're tempted to think, well, you know, has God forgotten about me, or has uh, you know, am I missing it somewhere? And part of casting your cares upon the Lord in that area is to say, Lord, I trust you. I just trust you I have a million questions but I trust you and uh, you know let me let me encourage you with that because you can still have a million questions and trust the Lord it doesn't mean that you have doubt and unbelief if you have questions while you are casting your cares God will answer your questions but you know (laughs) his his uh, His response to your questions might be a rebuke. Who knows? But um, whenever you cast your cares upon the Lord, you know, in finances, man, man, I can't tell you how many people um, need to cast their cares over to the Lord when it comes to finances. And there is so much to that subject that I can't get into it in this episode uh, very deep. But... When it comes to casting your cares upon the Lord financially, you know, people are struggling dealing with debts. Uh, financial debt isn't a sin necessarily, but it is a weight. It weighs you down to where you can't uh, really enjoy life. You can't have any fun because you owe this company money, you owe that person money, or whatever the case is. And so when you cast your cares upon the Lord, uh, it becomes very difficult to do that. When it comes to the realm of finances, <clears throat> if um, if you've set up your finances in a way where uh, basically unless unless your debts get supernaturally paid off or you work to pay them off, uh, it's just constantly sitting in your mind. You know, let's just be honest; it's constantly there. And so and that's one of those realms where you have to constantly on a regular basis, maybe multiple times a day, cast your cares in that area over to God. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. But at the same time, you have to build your faith. So it's not just about casting your cares. It's about building your faith, renewing your mind to what the Bible says in these specific areas. And then, not just renewing your mind, that's important, but also being a doer of the Word. So when it comes to finances, you know, Yes, cast, cast all your cares, um, double that up with um, renewing your mind to what the Bible says, speaking the Word of God in that area, and sowing seed and tithing. You can renew your mind and speak the Word all you want, but if you're not actually tithing and giving into the kingdom of God, then the Bible says that you deceive yourselves. James 1 and verse 22 be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So it's great to have faith confessions. It's important, but if you're not being a doer of the word of those faith confessions, then, to be honest with you, it's not doing any good. It'll make you. It'll make you feel like you're doing something, but you have to have the action with the confession. Can you say Amen? And so, casting your cares, uh, multiple things go into this, and. It's amazing how when you're a doer of the Word, the casting of your cares becomes so much easier because you go from just saying, okay, Lord, I cast my cares upon you in this area, that area, with my children, with my marriage, with the finances, with my business, with the ministry, whatever it is that you're casting your cares upon the Lord, uh, you couple that up with, okay, Lord, um, I know what your Word says. I thank you. The Bible says you know fill in the blank with whatever area you need the you need the faith to apply and i'm going to do this in as a action of faith you know what i mean and so that's where the power of god comes in to do for you what no amount of confession of scripture alone can do for you no amount of counseling no amount of uh advice from financial advisors, no amount of whatever, no amount of third-party help from any other source can do for you what the Word of God and the power of His Spirit is can do for you. And so when we cast our cares upon the Lord in any area of your life, um, it, it's really our decision to do that but also, our decision to be doers of the Word and stop, you know, I know people quote things a lot, especially in podcasts, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and quote what I believe it was Albert Einstein said, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is insanity. And so, people people do that. They they. I know I've been guilty of that in the past, and I thank God that by His grace, uh, I've been able... To, to change some things and adjust the way that I do things because just <clears throat> as I've mentioned just confessing the word just casting your cares on a regular basis until you see that thing change it is going to be sitting in your mind and so going back again to the power of God doing things the same way over the thing that you're casting your cares on the Lord about you might think well I don't know what to do differently I need such a big miracle in this area that I don't know what to do differently. Well, we have to trust God. We have to ask Him for instructions. He will give you instructions. They may not be comfortable instructions, but He will give you instructions. And if you will obey His instructions, that is your entry point for a miracle. That is your, you know, let's use... uh, supernatural debt elimination. Yes, God does that, but he doesn't do it every time. You know, if you're paying off debts or if you have debt that needs to be paid off and you're just believing God to pay off your debts supernaturally, but you're not tithing, you're not sowing seed into the kingdom of God. I hate to tell you, but you do not qualify unless God acts sovereignly on your behalf for supernatural debt freedom. You, it just doesn't work that way. You have to show God that you mean business. You have to show Him that you are a doer of the Word and that you are ready to change. If you're not ready to change the way that you do things, why would He pull you out of a situation just for you to get back in it because you haven't changed the way that you do things? And, um, you know, God requires that we change. God requires that when... When uh we're believing Him and trusting Him to pull us through a situation, that on the other side of that situation, it's our responsibility to never get ourselves back in that situation again by changing the way that we do things, changing our habits, our behavior, whatever it is. And so, when it comes to getting out of financial debts, you know, um, if you are a seed sower, if you are a tither, then believe God, you know stand on his word refuse to get off of his word keep thanking God for supernatural debt cancellation but also don't just sit around you know um, if you're believing God to get out of debt and you don't have a job get a job believe God for a a high paying job and uh, get a job start working tithing giving into the kingdom and when you do that Attach your faith to your seed. Say, Father, I'm working, doing everything I know to do. I'm, I'm going to speak your word and stand on your word. I trust you to help me get out of debt, and leave it up to him, if it's overnight, you know, supernatural debt cancellation, or he just, you know, gives you favor at your job to get more hours, to to have higher pay, you know, and that you just you just pay your way out of debt, you know, L- like like. As long as you have a tangible way to get out of debt, whether it happens supernaturally, uh, what I mean by that is supernatural debt cancellation where a creditor calls you and says, hey, I don't know why I'm doing this, but we're going to forgive your debt. Okay, that's happened to people. But the problem is people hear that testimony and they think, well, I'm going to do that. Well, there's a reason why God did it for that person. And we don't know they're in all the details of their story. So is it wrong for you to set your faith for that? Not really. But you have to make sure you qualify to receive that type of a miracle. Because God, what God does for one, He'll do for anyone. He's no respecter of persons. But He does have stipulations listed in His, in his Word of how to qualify to be in line for a specific miracle. And um, just read the Bible to see what those things are. But who's to say it's also it's not also supernatural to be a tither and a giver and still pay to, uh, to the debt collectors what you owe and trust God to help you to get out of debt. Just because you're having to work to pay it off doesn't make it any less supernatural. Okay? And um, God will help you. The, the way that He helps you Is what the Bible says bring all the tithes into the storehouse so if if you say well I'm just not going to tithe until I get out of debt you're you're setting yourself up for absolute disaster because that that tells God that you don't trust him anymore and um, because the tithe lets God know that you know that he's your source God already knows that he's your source but it's up to you to acknowledge that he's your source I think you understand that and um, When it comes to, you know, whatever area that you need to cast your cares upon the Lord, um, do that, but change the way that you do things. Casting your cares upon the Lord when it comes to, um, you know, family relationships. You're worried about your brother or sister. You're worried about your mom or dad. You're worried about, you know, whoever in your family. Cast your cares upon that, on on the Lord about that. Maybe you have a family member that refuses to speak to you for for whatever kind of drama is between the two of you. Uh, Obviously, pray for them, but cast your cares upon the Lord about it. You know, as, as far as it... The Bible says, as far as it depends upon you, be at peace with everybody. So, as far as it depends upon you, you can't control that other person. And so... You know, the more I teach on this uh, episode, the more I'm realizing casting your cares upon the Lord can apply differently in different situations. Um, But it still applies. And so part of living in supernatural peace is casting your cares, and the Bible calls it anxieties and your worries, all your concerns once and for all on Him. And so... um, Prophet Kenneth E. Hagin taught that, I don't remember exactly the testimony, I would have to go back and listen, but he, he taught something about how something would, he'd be praying about something, and the Bible says, pray and, and give thanks, and so I think he was praying about maybe ministry finances or something like that, and he told the Lord, um, I, I, I need you to do something about this. And now I thank you, and I believe I receive, it, and I'm never going to touch this subject in thought in my thoughts again. And um, that's so powerful. You know, it, it's it's a rare breed of Christian that is able to do that anymore, and and it's not okay because it's biblical. You take you take your concern to the Lord, and um, you know one of my spiritual fathers, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth, calls it the prayer sandwich. And it's, a, it's kind of a funny thing to call it, but what that means is your, your prayer should work like a sandwich. The, the start of your prayer, pray to the Father, and then the middle of your prayer, your request, and then the end of your prayer, in the name of Jesus, I believe I have received. And so when you that's the biblical way to pray. And when you pray like that, um, your, your faith is immediate, re, immediately released. And that's another way of casting your cares upon the Lord. Refuse to touch it in thought life again, except if it comes up again, you just thank God that you have received the answer. That's faith. God honors (laughs) faith. And so casting all your cares, anxieties, and worries. You know, the Bible says actually that worry is a sin. And the reason why it's a sin is because when you're talking with the King of Kings, your Heavenly Father, You're talking with the most important and influential being or person in existence. So not only only does it demand humility, respect, all these things, but it demands faith. It demands that you remember who you're talking to. And it demands that you trust that whatever problem you bring to Him either before you're finished talking about the problem or immediately after, you trust that He is doing something about it or it's already taken care of because He loves you. That's why. Because of who He is. He loves you more than anything else that you could think of. You, as His child, as a born-again believer through, through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, You are His prized possession. Do you honestly think that you could take something to your father that is a problem, that needs to be solved, and before you have a chance to even get the request out of your mouth, He doesn't already send the solution. He does it because He loves you and because He honors His Word above His name. Can you say amen? And so let me pray for you as I bring this to an end uh, because anxiety, worry, fear, all these things, they're hindrances to you living in supernatural peace and they're hindrances to you standing in strong faith and being solid on your firm foundation in the Word of God. So if you can, just lift your hands and let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person watching or listening. I ask you by your power to help them to cast all their cares upon you, to refuse... To worry about the things that are going on. To refuse to worry about the trials and the challenges that they've been praying about. I ask you, Father, that from today they never struggle with fear or anxiety or worry ever again about any of the issues they've been praying about. I thank you that you have sent the solution the moment that they prayed in faith. I come into agreement with them. And I curse fear in the name of Jesus. Father, as they continue to seek you and cast all their cares upon you, as they continue to speak your word, I stand in agreement with them and I thank you that you help them to live in supernatural peace. You help them to move forward with strong faith. And I loose the joy of the Holy Spirit even now to go right into them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet and just cover them with your peace. Cover them with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Let them laugh and just enjoy life. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast and uh, listen to it again and again as much as you have to in order to get this into your spirit because God has amazing things planned for your future. God has an abundance and an overflow of joy and peace that He wants you to live in. Until next time, I love you. God bless you. Thanks for listening and thanks for sharing.